0: Hey guys, what's going on? Cameron here with The Lawn Care Life in Missouri. Man, I'm heading to town this morning and just wanted to update you guys, first of all, on the Ferris Z3X. So, I know in the last podcast, uh, I shared with you guys that I ended up replacing the ignition switch on that mower, trying to get it uh, to where it will start, you know, every single time you turn that key. So. A lot of times I'll turn the key, it won't even crank. Uh, you can hear the fuel pump cycle, but that's it. So, um, Yesterday I was working with it, messing with it. Um, the ignition switch did not solve the problem, so I went ahead and picked up a PTO switch, replaced that, ran it all day yesterday with uh, the new PTO switch, and guess what? Uh, it did it again. So. You know, when you turn the key and start it, sometimes it'll take you like 10 minutes to get it to even crank. Once it cranks, it'll start right up. But sometimes you turn that key, man, it'll start right up. Other times you turn the key and it doesn't do anything at all. So we got some type of electrical problem, I'm assuming. And so, um, you know, I've had a lot of problems with this mower, a lot of small stuff, minor stuff. You know, this is kind of a pain because... Like I said, sometimes you'll spend 10, 20, even 30 minutes before uh, that I've spent trying to get it cranked up and started. It does not happen every time. It's so random. But when it does happen, you're like, man, how long is this going to take? Usually it starts up pretty quick, but it's just the headache and the hassle of not knowing. So um, ended up putting the PTO switch on there yesterday, and it did the same thing. So last night, I swung by my dealer And uh, he hit me up with a new parking brake sensor. So when you release the parking brake, there's a little plunger sensor that will uh, will either go up or down depending on if you get that parking brake on or off. And that just shows the mower that, hey, the parking brake is engaged or disengaged and you can, you know, start your mower or engage the blades, etc. But, you know... I don't think it's the, uh, I don't think it's going to fix the problem. Just like I didn't think the ignition switch or the PTO switch was going to really solve the problem. I think it's going to be something uh, bigger than that. I think it's going to be like a wiring harness or uh, a ground or something like that. But anyways, I replaced the parking brake uh, sensor late last night. So got in late last night, put that on there. It was super easy to me. Like, literally took me about 45 seconds to take the old one off put the new one on so it didn't take long at all quick fix easy fix a cheap fix and we'll just see what happens you know I'm gonna run it today a little bit today I'm gonna be running the vent track with the tough cut gonna be knocking out some some areas where uh, I take care of a subdivision it's kind of like an HOA but um, I've been mowing it for like 20 years and uh, when I first started it was like one house in there now there's I don't know probably six or seven houses they're all half a million dollar homes so really expensive houses but I I take care of the uh, right-of-way about the first 15 20 feet on either side of the road coming in and there there's a little median that I take care of that but the lots that haven't sold yet, I take care of those as well. So there's a lot of lots that I take care of. Um, I go in there, and knock them out with the Ben uh, Track and the Tough Cut. I did it all last year. It was my first year to take care of the grown-up lot, and then I'm going to take care of it again this year. So this will be the first time that I've mowed it. So basically, April, May, June, uh, three and a half months of growth and it's pretty tall in places there are some lots that i'm going to skip this time and that's just because um a couple of these lots have been bought so we're not going to mess with the lots that have been bought but we're going to take care of these lots that haven't been sold yet try to clean them up a little bit make them look a little bit more presentable always have a lot of limbs it's in the middle of the woods so a lot of limbs a lot of uh a lot of stuff to kind of maneuver around but we'll uh we'll knock down the tall grass and I'll get a quick video of it and show you guys on Instagram, Facebook and the YouTube channel hopefully but um one of the things that I kinda of do on these particular jobs uh, this time we have three lots that we're not gonna take care of so I'm gonna go inside Horizon three sixty. I'm gonna check out the uh, the map on there see what it looks like and see exactly how many acres we're gonna take care of it's a big area like the whole developments about 40 acres and I can't remember the lot sizes off the top of my head but they're uh, they're probably an acre to two acres and I have a whole lot of lots to knock out so we're talking uh, acres and acres of tough cut work today usually takes me about two to three days to finish it all because I think uh, when I first started I did like 15 I think it was around 15 acres or so somewhere around in there so we're gonna be doing a little less than that maybe closer to 10 acres but at the same time man, you got all this stuff to maneuver around so it might take a little longer there's a whole bunch of trees man it's like in the middle of the woods, grown up everywhere. So uh, you're constantly having to go around all these trees, all these logs, limbs that have fell. But the crazy thing about it last year, and I I tried to shoot a video of all this. But then once I got to this area, I just turned my camera off. I was like, you know what? There is no telling what is in this area over here. So I just shut the camera off because uh I was a little leery but i'll just tell you guys what ended up happening last year so last year i'm out there it's probably the third maybe the fourth time that i've bush hogged this particular area and i'm just out there going back and forth back and forth the grass is probably seven eight feet tall i mean it's tall we got some johnson grass out there it grows really quick so i'm just out there knocking down this tall grass and I look like deep into the woods and I'm like, man, there is something out there. I can't figure out what it is. It's pretty good long, you know, it's pretty good distance away from where I'm at. And I'm just looking at it. And I'm like, man, there is something over there in those woods. I'm thinking, well, I, when I get a little closer to that particular area, I'll just go over there and check it out. See what I'm, see what I'm seeing, man. Because it was, my eyes were playing tricks on me. It was way through the woods. Um there's a grass in between us so it's a little hard to see what was what was out there but as I got a little closer I'm like man I think that's a tent. I'm pretty sure that's a tent." So I go back and forth and I keep my eye on it and I'm looking over there and I get a little closer work my way closer and closer toward it. I'm trying not to uh, get over there on top of it until I can figure out exactly what's over there. So I get a little closer and I think man that's a tarp and so it looks like this big silver tarp and so as I get closer try to go from different angles figure out what I'm seeing what I'm looking at I figure out man I'm like this is a tarp and there's a tent underneath the tarp so a lot of you guys that camp know if you're camping in a tent sometimes your uh, tent can leak or sometimes you need a little bit more shade so a lot of guys will put a tarp on top of the tent kind of like a canopy type thing and so if they get any rain it'll hit that tarp instead of the tent and your tent will just last a lot, a lot longer out there in the woods and it'll keep debris off you know tree limbs and and things like that from falling on top of it so i'm like mowing back and forth with the track and the tough cut And I'm like, man, sure enough, there is somebody living out here. So I'm like, all right, what do I do? Do I go over there? Do I scope it out? Do I see what's in there? And the more I think about it, the more I'm like, no, I'm not messing around over there. You know, it's somebody's tent. It's where somebody lives. Somebody's staying in there. I'm not going to go in there and, you know, try to figure out what's going on. If they have stuff in there or, you know, just whatever. So... I decide to just keep on mowing. That's what I ended up doing. I kept on mowing, kept on mowing, and then uh, got to the point where I was like, you know, is this gonna be safe to continue mowing out here? Cause I started thinking about it. It's an area where there's a truck stop. So there's a truck stop not too far away from this particular area. And, you know, I started thinking back to when I mowed the last several times, and I'm like, you know what, one time I mowed out there at this subdivision, and I saw a, I saw a guy, and he was just wandering around. First, I was in my box truck getting out the equipment, and he just showed up out of like nowhere. I was like, where did this guy come from? I mean, rough looking guy, you could tell he hadn't showered in a while, old dirty clothes on, and I was like, man you know, obviously he doesn't live in that area, I mean, there's half a million dollar homes in there, and everybody that lives in there drives a brand new vehicle, you know, whatever, so I'm like, all right, where did this guy come from, he doesn't live out here, and so I started thinking, I was like, well, maybe he came from the truck stop, maybe he's a trucker, and maybe he, uh, you know, stopped for the night, or, or whatever, stopped for the day, and he's stretching his legs, he found this subdivision, and he's just walking around, and And then the next time I went out there, kind of the same thing. I saw another guy. I didn't put two and two together. Didn't really think about it a whole lot. But I'm like, you know what? Looking back, I'm like, there was a guy out there. You know, the second time I mowed that. And he was was sitting on this retaining wall as you walk in. And there's this sign to the subdivision. They have a little retaining wall there. And he was just sitting on it, just hanging out. And he kind of looked at me a couple times. And uh, he was looking like, man... You know, like, what's this guy doing? So I'm like, I'm thinking about all this as I'm mowing, or as I'm doing the bush hogging. Actually, a lot of it I thought about after the fact. Like, after I got done doing it, I'm like, you know what? There was a guy there before just hanging out. I wonder if this is the same guy. Or actually, I was thinking, you know, I wonder if this guy that I saw um, just hanging out out there, I wonder if he's the one that is... Hold on, I'm pulling in here to the gas station, man. Gas is I'm not even gonna tell you right now. I'll tell you here in a minute. But I was like, I wonder if this is the guy in <clears throat> this tent over here. I wonder if it's the guy that was just hanging out over here, you know, those days that I saw him. So I'm a little leery, a little concerned. He looked like he was pretty sketchy, up to no good. So I'm like, you know what? I'll uh I'll mow what I can, not get too close, not big. not make a big deal about it, not make a scene about it and just roll on out, so that's what I ended up doing, and I just left out of there after I finished up the job, and I didn't go over there, I didn't check it out, I didn't see what was in there, this was kind of late in the fall, and turns out I went ahead and contacted the owner this year, and I'm like, hey, did you, uh," I was going to tell you last year, but it just kind of slipped my mind, but now that we're starting back up this year um, talking about, you know, taking care of his lots again and bush hogging and mowing and all that stuff. I was like, "By chance, did you guys um, find out about what was going on out there at your subdivision?" And he's like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "Well, I was like, "Well, last time I was bush hogging out there, I saw something in the woods." He's like, "Oh yeah, we did. We found out. Found out what was going on. They ended up going in there. And uh, taking his tent down and tearing it up, or actually they—they they said they took it down and threw it in a dumpster or something. I don't—I can't remember the story exactly. They threw it somewhere, and I'm assuming they probably threw it in the dumpster. I, I doubt they just left it out there, you know. But anyways, they took the tarp down, took the tent down. He had another guy come in and help him do it, and so. He said, yeah, we, we took it down, and then, like, a couple weeks later, it was back up. There was another tent out there, or it may have been the same tent. I can't remember. I was thinking he said it was the same tent, but I kind of find that hard to believe. I kind of think he was probably talking about, you know, he just put up another tent or whatever. Maybe it was the same tent. Maybe he found it. I don't know. But either way, he put up another tent, and I was like, oh, wow. So I didn't realize that, you know. He's like, yeah. So, is there a tent back up there? And I was like, well, I don't know. I didn't go out there and and look around in the woods or anything. But I was like, you know, I, last time I was out there, there was I just noticed there was a tent and tarp over it. So, I was just going to give you a heads up in case you didn't know somebody was out there, you know, living on your property. So he's like, yeah, we uh, we took care of it. Hopefully, he won't be back. So I'm saying all that to say this that today. I'm heading out to that subdivision, so we'll we'll see what uh, I find out there. It was like the craziest thing. I tried to get it on video when I was videoing last time I was out there, but it was so far away that I couldn't really see it real well in the video, and I'm like, eh, it's kind of pointless to put it on video on a YouTube video or whatever because you can't really see it, and uh, I didn't really want to walk up there to it. It's somebody's home, man. somebody's living in this place. Um, I don't want to, like, I don't know. I just don't want to to show something like that on a YouTube video, really. Um, So, obviously, somebody's struggling, whether it's uh, physically, mentally, financially, whatever the case may be. Um, Somebody's struggling enough to put a tent up in this subdivision and and call it their home. So, I don't really want... I don't really like to, uh, you know, to point stuff like that out. I thought it was kind of interesting and a little sketchy that there was a tent out there but the more I thought about it I'm like man there's this is somebody's home man this is where somebody's living this is where somebody is uh, I mean it's just their, it's, it's basically their home man so everything they owns probably in that one tent so I didn't get close to it I didn't want to cause a scene uh, matter of fact I didn't tell the owner about it simply because I was like you know what this guy doesn't have anything at all. These people that live out here have everything. And then some. I mean, half a million dollar homes. Uh, brand new. 60, $70,000 vehicles. And I'm like, you know what? This guy doesn't have jack. Uh, he's living out here in a tent. And as long as he's not bothering anybody, I'm not going to bother him. I'm not going to you know, tell the owner what's going on. And uh, I was hoping, actually I was hoping that... You know, he got back up on his feet, whether it was somebody helping him out uh, that he knew maybe in the area or finding a job in the area, you know, whatever. But it, I wasn't going to approach the tent and, you know, he could have been in there. He could have been on drugs. Uh, not saying that everybody that home, is homeless is on drugs, but there's a lot of drugs in this area, man. It's it's a very uh, poor area where a lot of people that are in this situation or on something. So anyways, I, uh, I decided not to, not to go over there, not to check it out. I didn't want to be snooping around uh, his tent and around his stuff. So even though he was trespassing, it's like, you know what? If this guy's desperate enough to live in a tent in the middle of the summer um, or down on his luck enough, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give him any headache or any, uh, you know, anything at all. I'm just gonna do my business, do what I was uh, called to do, and that was take care of that bush hogging job, and then just, you know, roll out of there. So that's what I did. I kept to myself, got the job done, finished it up, and moved out of there, and let him go along with, uh, you know, whatever he was doing. So that's how that went down today I'm heading back over there we'll see if the tent's back we'll see if uh, if the tarps back out there and we'll we'll kind of check the property out a little bit closer this time just to make sure no one like sneaks up on me <clears throat> on uh, you know just while I'm out there mowing I had an incident where a guy slipped up on me on one of these cleanup jobs tough cut jobs before i knew it man he was on top of me and he was i didn't know who he was what he was doing what he was up to all that stuff so it's just good to know your surroundings know who's around you know what's going on i don't like putting myself in a position where um you know where you don't need to be because like i said there's just a lot of sketchy stuff that goes on in this area in certain neighborhoods certain uh, places here in our area so gotta gotta be cautious gotta be careful and gotta know uh, you know know your surroundings so I'm rolling in here this morning I'm gonna get a little workout in gotta get my two miles in today. I'm a little later than I normally am but getting the ventrack and the trailer and stuff all loaded up. It takes a while to, uh, to load the trailer. So I'm a little behind, but I will I will uh, get my little run in. And then I will... Uh, sorry, I'm pulling in here at the park and there's a lot going on this morning. I'm like, wow, a lot going on. But yeah, I get my run in and then I will head to that subdivision, knock out the tough cut work get a little video of it, and then uh, mow there with the Ferris E3X of the subdivision. I'm hoping that the mower holds up. We'll uh, we'll catch you guys tomorrow, and I'll let you guys know how the mower went. And I'll let you know if I found anybody hanging out in the subdivision again this time. So, Oh, back to gas prices. I was just going to tell you, I pulled into that gas station earlier. I went to get some gas. I got to fuel up the Ventrac and i really need to fill up the mower too i got a gas can 5 gallon gas can that needs to be filled up but i need to put diesel in my truck as well but this particular gas station that's closest to my house they recently dropped the price from 4 39 it was 459 then they dropped it to 439 and everywhere else in town it's like 439 so gas is uh it's still up a little ways you know in our area but Anyways, this gas station just the other day, like two, three days ago, they dropped the price to $3.99, below $4 a gallon, which is still high, but it's still like really low compared to what it's been the last three or four months. So when they dropped the price, everybody found out, of course, the radio station found out, Facebook found out, we live in a small town, word got around, they ran out of gas like really quick. And so they had two, three cars backed up at each pump and it's already an area where it's even hard to get two cars, uh, you know, beside one pump, you know, behind one another because it's, it's just a real tight area, but they have three cars lined up on like every pump waiting to, uh, to fuel up. So it's been like that the last two, three days. And yesterday I slipped in there, um, late yesterday afternoon after I finished mowing, filled up my box truck. And today I'm in the uh, ton truck pickup with the trailer and got the uh, Ventrac and the mowers on there. So I wheeled in there while I started the podcast this morning and it was like two, I mean it was, it was crazy. It was bumper to bumper, jam packed, gas is three ninety nine a gallon still, I don't know how long they will uh, keep it like that, but they've ran out of gas several times and it took them a few hours to get gas, you know, get it. Fuel back up, but diesel still high. Um, I think most places around here is about five forty-nine. It's five nineteen there, so a little cheaper. Still way too much, but I need to fill up with diesel. I need to fill up with gas, and I guess I'm going to get my run in because it was jam packed. You got the truck and trailer. It's hard enough to get one vehicle uh, in this gas station to fill up, but when you got uh, the truck and the trailer, twenty two. 20 i think it's 22 22 foot long trailer it uh man it's hard to maneuver around and get around there to uh to get around those pumps and fill up so i'll go back over there when i get done but i'm here at the park i'm gonna get my run in go back fuel up and uh, take off to that subdivision so i hope you guys are having a good day i hope that you're getting a lot done it's been a long week for me, man. I've been going hard since I got back from vacation, trying to catch back up. So I'm looking forward to um, knocking out this tough cut job. I got two more lined up. And then hopefully, hopefully get to take another little vacation. I know, man. I'm ready for another vacation already. So we'll see how things go. But uh hope you guys are doing well. Hope you're having a good day. We'll catch you tomorrow. This is LCBU, man. I forget every time. LCBU number 13. It's 13. I'm pretty sure on that. LCBU number 13. So if you guys don't know what LCBU is about, go back to the first episode where you see LCBU 1 in this podcast. And you'll be able to listen to that one and you'll be able to figure it out. But Aaron Sutter, Tony Rudolph, Phil over at the MotoGrow Podcast, appreciate you guys joining in. And uh, Tony's blowing us away, like I say in every podcast. He's got man, I don't even know, he's up to almost 40 now, and I'm on 12. So it is what it is, but Tony's the man. You guys check out Aaron Sutter, he, um, he has a Faith Friday podcast. So his podcast is called Mowing in the Dark. So, Aaron Sutter, Mowing in the Dark podcast, go check it out. And he has a, uh, kind of a series every week that he started, and it's called Faith Fridays. And it is absolutely awesome, man. He gets the Bible out, he reads, um, a chapter of the Bible, and he, uh, he kind of breaks things down, explains things, reads it, and just shares his, uh, you know, his take on maybe that passage, or passage, or that, uh, verse, or, you know, that particular, um, thing that he's reading about. So it's really good, man. The last one was 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 really good. Uh both of those, the last two, actually, I think he's done three. I think tomorrow, uh, if he does another Faith Friday tomorrow, which check it out. Head over to the Mowing in the Dark podcast. And I hope he uh drops another Faith Friday because man it gets me fired up, gets me thinking, gets me motivated. Um you're out there mowing all day long you're out there working hard um you're out there sweating getting dusty and dirty uh running on that equipment you're getting tired but uh yeah you listen to the to the faith friday podcast it's really uplifting it's really encouraging it's motivating um you know you get to hear the word of god you get to hear aaron actually read the verse he's reading in the bible he's breaking things down he's sharing his thoughts and it's just uh really refreshing to hear that man cuz when you're out there on the mower all day long every single day um when you're working hard when you're when you're hot and sweaty and and just kind of worn out man it just it gives you some motivation some inspiration um to uh to go out there and do more you know to go out there and and work harder and and to work for God, not for man, you know, we're we're here, we're called on this earth to uh, be the hands and feet, and we're called to uh, do the work of God, not man, so, you know, I'm out there working, I'm working for my customers, but at the same time, I'm working for God, and everything that I do, um, I'm doing for Him, I'm giving Him all the honor and glory, so, when you're out there working today, think about that. I know customers can be a pain sometimes. Employees can be a pain sometimes. Maybe you're out there working and uh, you're getting phone calls like crazy. You can't keep up. You're overwhelmed. You're wanting to throw in the towel. Um, Just turn to God, man. Just turn to God. Give it to Him and say, God, I know I can't do this on my own. Here it all is. You take it. You show me how to do it uh, with what I have and what I'm going through. And I guarantee you, man if you call out to him then uh then he will he will be there for you you know he'll help you he'll guide you he'll direct you he'll give you the strength he'll give you the energy right now man i'm, I'm kind of dragging this morning not gonna lie but uh the more i talk about god the more i talk about what was done on the cross or just think about it it gets me pumped up gets me fired up and gets me Gets me ready to uh, get out there and tackle the day. So I was dragging when I got here. I'm going to turn my podcast on, listen to Tony, listen to Aaron, listen to all these other guys. And uh, get some encouragement, get filled up for the day. That's the cool thing about it, man. I like to run the first thing in the morning, man. Get out there and run. Get two miles in. It gets my blood flowing, gets my heart pumping. And then on top of that, I listen to a podcast. I listen to a sermon. I listen to uh you know the word of God or I listen to what's going on in other people's life and in their business and I just it just gets me motivated to go out there and tackle the day. So I just want to encourage you guys, it might be the beginning of the day, it might be late in the afternoon, you may be ready to throw in the towel for the day and head home. Either way, man, just want to encourage you guys to stay stay focused, stay motivated and uh When you're going through those trials man when you're going through those those struggles just turn to god give it all to him and let him carry all the weight because uh we're not strong enough we weren't made to handle all the burdens that life throws our way right now we're going through so many different things here and just in my life and our family and just uh you know like everybody else everybody's probably going through something everybody's probably struggling with something Uh, Even though you don't hear about it maybe daily because, you know, maybe it's just not something people share. But I guarantee you, man, if you're going through something right now, if you're struggling with something, you're not alone. I'm probably going through something similar. Tony, Aaron, these guys are probably facing something that's probably pretty similar, you know. Not, Not everybody's life is smooth sailing every single day. I wish that it was, but at the same time... I kind of uh, embrace the struggles, embrace the uh, the trials that you go through, embrace the heartache, the brokenness, because in those times, man, you'll gain clarity, you'll gain uh, perspective, you will actually grow a whole lot more through those difficult times than you ever will when things are easy, and it just uh, brings you closer to God. You know, it just. Makes you open your eyes and realize the true meaning of why we're here, why we get up every single morning and do what we do, and uh, ultimately, it uh, it reveals to you the big picture, the bigger picture. You know, we're not here to just go to work every single day, take care of our customers, make money, pay bills, and do the same thing. You know, the next day, we're here to be the hands and feet to honor and glorify God. To motivate and inspire others to do the same, you know, to live a life that will honorify honor and glorify honorify that's a that's a new one that is a new one. I kind of like that word that will honor honorify God and all that we do honor and glorify so um you know that's what we're made for that's what god's put us here to to be around one another to uh to reach out to one another to share what's going on, share our struggles share our journey, and to uh, to help one another, you know, get to the place where God wants us to be. So I think that's the cool thing about this LCBU, man. We, uh, we share what's going on. We share with the lawn care community. We share with others that have found our podcast. And at the same time, man, we're sharing with friends that are doing pretty much the same thing that we're doing. They're living life. They're uh, running a lawn care landscaping business. They're providing for their family and they're going through struggles each and every day. You know, There's not one day that goes by that I'm out there working and I get home like, man, you know what? That was an easy day. I didn't struggle at all. I didn't go through anything uh, difficult. You know, That was a pretty easy day. For the most part, <clears throat> excuse me, for the most part, every single day you get up, you wake up, you go out there and do the thing, and you know what? You face those struggles along the way. And I think God um, throws those things at us a lot of times to uh, to just see how we'll react to them. It builds character. And, you know, when we go through the, those things, we can look back and say, you know what? That that I went through last week, I thought it was rough. I thought it was bad. But, you know, there's a lot more stuff going on in this world right now. A lot more uh, brokenness, heartache. You know, that wasn't so bad. That wasn't so bad. And so you push on, you know. You continue on. And maybe the next day it's the same thing. But each and every day, man, we're faced with, we're faced with something different. It's like, how will you, will you react to it? Will you throw in the towel? Will you give up and, you know, say, I'm done? Or will you uh, will you toughen up a little bit? Will you turn to God and say, you know what, God. I can't do all this on my own, but I know that uh, you know I know that you'll help me get through it and so we turn to him we give it all to him. A lot of people are too prideful they don't they don't have humility and they don't want to uh they don't want to admit that they have struggles, they have burdens, they have things that are weighing them down, that're holding them back. That are, you know, that are really getting to them. A lot of people are too prideful, and they don't want to be humbled. You know, to even admit that. I'll admit first thing, man. I've, I I struggle daily. I've got things here in our area, here in my life that uh, that I struggle with. But when you turn to God, He'll give you clarity. He'll give you direction, and He'll uh, He'll show you the way, man. So. Don't think don't think that I have it all together, don't think that I have it all figured out, don't think that I'm living this perfect life, you know, a lot of people on social media, they just want to show you the highlight reels. And uh that's what we see a lot of, you know. We don't we don't see the mistakes, we don't see the heartache, we don't see the struggles that they go through each and every day. So, you know, I bet these other guys that you listen to, they can relate if they're honest and open. Um You know, they can relate with the struggles they go through, with the circumstances that they're in, and you would be surprised what people are really going through. It doesn't look anything like the highlight reels that you'll see on social media, whether that's Instagram or Facebook or even a YouTube video, you know, there was, I'm not even gonna get into all that, but you know, you watch these YouTube channels, they look like they have everything figured out, everything's going smooth, but uh, deep down, man, you never know what these people are going through. They may be struggling with addictions, struggling with uh, mental health. They may be struggling financially, relationally. Um, you know, just just a lot of uh, a lot of hurt going on, a lot of brokenness going on in this world. And you know what? I believe God has called us all to uh, to share. You know what's going on in our lives, so that we may help others. In their life. Because whatever you're going through. There's so many people going through the same thing. And uh, don't ever think that you're going in it alone. Don't ever think that you're by yourself in any of this. I guarantee you. There's people that you talk to every single day. That are facing the similar things. So I'm out of here. I've rambled on enough. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I'll catch you in the next one, but just think about that today, man. Think about that today. Whatever you're going through, whatever you're struggling with, I just want to encourage you guys to give it to God and let Him deal with it and trust Him and uh, put your hope and all your trust in Him. So I'm out of here. I'm Cameron with The Law and Care Life in Missouri. I appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. We'll catch you in the next one. Hope you have a good day, and as always, man, hey, God provides.